What's up, everybody? How you doing? Welcome back to a special episode of Living Life Intently. This is kind of a, um, you know, a special edition podcast that we recorded almost a month ago now. Um, it was after or the day after our summer uh, season, well, season opener concert and party and barbecue that we host every year. Um, this is a collaboration with the Bite House with our Northern Barbecue Barbecue Series. Obviously, a lot of meat involved. Big meat party. And uh, and this year, we had Mr. Garrett Mason join us to play uh, again on the hill here at Live Life Intense. And what a bash it was. The food was amazing. The music was amazing. Um, Factory Girls opened up for Garrett. And uh, Garrett ripped it as usual. But we were lucky enough to convince him to sit down with uh, Canary and I the next day and uh, and just have a little conversation, impromptu conversation, which was kind of how this podcast was supposed to have started originally back in, I think, 2018, um, was interviewing people that came through the campground, cool characters, different stories, different adventures, all kinds of stuff. But um, but anyways, yeah, we're, we're, we had fun recording this podcast. But before we jump into it, I'm just going to tell you about a few things that we have coming up here at Live Life Intense. Uh, this coming Sunday, July 31st, we're hosting another concert with Big Country Ramblers and Lookout Tower, which is Brian Picard's chef, Brian Picard from the Bite House. That's his band. Um, yeah, it's going to be a great show. We're pretty much like three quarters of the way sold out for this one. So if you want to grab tickets, if you're in Cape Breton, let us know, head to the website and uh, and reserve those ASAP. Other than that, we have on August 6th, the Anything That Floats race. That's an annual kind of like family fun day. It's a part of the Marguerite Summer Festival, but this starts at Tanner's Run, which is part of our normal tube route. Um, it's for all ages. Build anything you think that will float. Bring a canoe, kayak, paddleboard, tube, whatever. Um, yeah, it's free for for everybody to enter. And then there's a barbecue afterwards at the library. Uh, we'll also be hosting a special barbecue pop-up with Island Sauce Company. So if you've listened to previous episodes with Kevin uh, from Who Owns Island Sauce Company, those guys are going to be down here on the 6th as well. Uh, we also have our Seawall Trail uh, guided trips coming up in September, September 15th and the 29th. So if you have any interest in doing uh, multi-day backcountry trips, over the actual seawall trail, like the crew from the seawall trail society uh, shared their their proposed route. So not many people have done this before, uh, if any, and we'll be one of the first groups going through the actual route, um, which is pretty awesome. Other than that, uh, yeah, I just want to leave you guys with a little bit of an excerpt from the concert from July 1st, our season opener with Garrett Mason, and then we're going to jump right into the podcast. Anyways, we'll see you sometime soon. If you're, hey, if you're around Marguerite, just stop in and say hi. Okay, peace. It was the song of the summer. She was the girl of the year. I'm not the boy that I used to be. That guy is so far from here. Now I hear a sound from a building. I hear a sound at the bar. I know a guy that knows a guy named Noah. He's got a M on acoustic guitar. He's singing. Everybody got to have a reason to live 
Thanks for sitting down with us. Yeah, nice to be sitting here with you guys. To clarify, I wasn't asking you to do a podcast with me. <laughs> Technically, yes. Last night, for people that are wondering what I'm saying. the uh, But we're not starting a, a new podcast, no, no, Enterprise. No, no. Yeah, I thought you said uh, you want to do a podcast, like you want to start one or something, you know, like <laughs> like a weekly thing or something like that. And I was like, oh my God. You know, <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. Um, yeah, we had fun last night. Yeah, yeah, it was half decent. Crowd was really into it. Were they? Yeah. Oh yeah, you probably couldn't see it from where you're at, but I uh, couldn't tell. I just had a bunch of sweat rolling in my eyes there, so <laughs> couldn't, couldn't really see too much. Yeah. The um, but yeah, no, it was a good turnout. Great turnout. Uh, yeah, it usually lot, is here. A lot of walk ups too. A lot of neighbors that walked up. Oh, good. Randomly, and then uh, yeah, did you eat the food. Yeah, that was some good, eh, babe. To try the um, oh uh, green garlic, that green garlic sauce. Oh, is that my what God. that was? Yeah, yeah. it's like a guacamole type thing. Yeah, I yeah. cover yeah. my whole body in that. That's yeah, unreal. <laughs> and the guy from Stewie do that cure cancer or something. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, this has been like the, the, this format of like people coming through here to sit down and just have a conversation was the the kind of like the idea of this whole podcast which then it got sidetracked because we needed to schedule things in yeah. because my summers are just too shit show crazy so yeah but we figured we'd like sit down and do like a mid off season little you know what i mean reminder keep everybody engaged yeah um you guys get other people to play up here too yeah so uh, with everything i had going on this spring there's only a couple a couple shows there's like the Big country and uh, Lookout Tower. So Brian, who cooked last night, Brian Picard, he's got a band called Lookout Tower. They just... Uh, are you recording them? Or Jamie Folds oh, recorded them? Jamie recorded the record, and I'm doing a live off the floor kind of tiny desk yeah. concert kind of thing yeah. with them. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. them, I and like then that's, that that's pretty much going to be it for the for the year here. Unless, like, a couple other people want to book shows here, and then they just approach me, and I just let them use the space. Nice. And Brian, just, is that the, the chef guy, the big tall guy? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not not tall Brian. Oh, no, not tall Brian. No, shorter Brian. Shorter Brian. Yeah. yeah, not tall guy. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, stellar. That uh, that tuna last night was just like next level. Yeah, that was it. that was what I was all about. Yeah. That, so for those so, listening, yeah, we had a barbecue last night and a concert. So if you're trying to figure out what we're talking <laughs> about, uh, we didn't really preempt any good food. Yeah, Brian cooked. Good. We had pork ribs, uh, seared tuna. He did that. Uh, it was rhubarb barbecue sauce. Yeah, and then he did the green. Oh, the cowboy beans, wasn't it? Yeah, they yeah. were. They're they're my favorite. Um, I didn't know you recorded the Factory Girls. I did. Yeah, in, in my house. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I was just uh, got a tape machine, old tape machine, and it worked good. And so I just say, "Come on over to the house, and we'll see what we can do." You know. Cool. And we were like they said that we were using the the bathroom. We had like an amp in the bathroom and stuff, so uh, I had some mics in there. And then people <laughs> people had to use the bathroom and stuff. So 
I'd hear it through the headphones a little bit and then I'd put them down, you know, cause I'm not really into that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, you know. that, that was a Led Zeppelin trick, wasn't it? Yeah. Empty, empty the toilet and put the amp in the toilet. <laughs> yeah. I think just different sound isolation or something like that, you know, just to mm-hmm. keep the vocal separate from the guitar and stuff. And cool. For mixing and stuff. It was probably a stupid idea. Probably would have sound better if I did it another way, but you just got to try different things and stuff. And that's right. It turned out to sound good. I think. I yeah, their record is good. I don't know if they're going to release it or what. Or I, I've heard like pieces of it. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I thought it was all right. You know, I love them. Factory Girls, geez, man, they got some good songs. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a really good set last night. My uh, my parents were here last night, and uh, my my dad has. I, I told you this last night. My dad really <laughs> wanted to see you for a long time. <laughs> And uh, my mom said, uh, geez, Danny, some good. He's my dad said, well, imagine what he could do if he opened up his eyes. He's playing with his eye clothes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tend to do that once in a while. <laughs> Mike Van said, uh, oh, man, he he's a mind melter or something like that. I said, yeah, he's probably only at 60%. If he went 100%, he'd be up for triple homicides. Three of these people in this crowd, their brain would be leaking right out of their ear. Well, the slaying that bass last night was crazy. Well, thanks, Canary. Yeah, yeah that's pretty wild. Thanks, man. How, yeah. how did you come about developing your sound? Oh, just uh, different guys, you know, from that I grew up with around around Halifax. And, and uh, you know, my old man being a musician, a lot of guys would come through town and in Truro and and it's sitting in the living room playing guitar and stuff like that, you know. So, and actually, it's funny because you never know who you're going to run across here. But one of my favorite guitar players was here last night, who uh, from Halifax, Matt Hebb. And man, he's awesome. And I hadn't seen him in years. And he was just sitting there right in front the whole time. I was like, oh, Jesus. Cool. <laughs> you know? But uh, yeah, just different guys around and just uh, experiment with different things and stuff. And. You know, I'm still trying to develop a sound. It's not there yet. You ask her about it, she hears me complain about it all the time and stuff, you know. Boy. Dude, I think that sounds, there's a sound there. <laughs> there's yeah. some kind of sound. It's not quite there yet, but I'll work on it. I'll get there. I mean, you know, coming from an audio engineering perspective, uh, just the tube amps and the the vocal preamp and the ribbon yeah. mic in combination is like you like it, yeah. Oh my god, it's like okay. butter to your ears. Oh, good man, that's good to hear. You know, and and anybody who knows anything about that sound, you can't fake. I mean, you can have all the digital gear in the world, and you yeah. just can't fake that warmth. You yeah, know? it's you know, it's it's hard to get it get it that going on a computer i find yeah you know but i wish i could do it digitally and get one of those digital amps you know and just take it everywhere and sound the same i'm gonna try it i'm gonna try one of those digital amps because i haven't yet no (laughs) no yeah but i'm gonna do it because people are saying they're good but you know i'll give an honest when you you, when you can't lift the tube amp anymore yeah that's right (laughs) when you're old enough you can't lift the tube yeah maybe get something like that that's right i'm not doing too bad so far right now it's a good workout yeah you know for the shoulders i bought that amp off a guy actually no that was another amp i had but he i bought it off him because it threw his shoulder out of a socket or something like that (laughs) (laughs) he said i can't lift it anymore (laughs) So, yeah, that's America of uh, quality gear. 
right yeah, there. You know, <laughs> if it's heavy, it must have some sound to it. It must mean something. You That's know? right. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> Everything's ringing. No, nonstop. Dude, the, all the, the shipping container, the shop's probably all ringing. All the iPads and the oh, music yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. The, um, yeah, so you got any gigs coming up? <laughs> I got some gigage going on this summer, yeah. Yeah. A lot of things. The only thing I can tell you is I'm playing Barrelys in Halifax every Tuesday. Been doing that for like four years now. Yeah. And then every Friday at New Scotland Brewery in Dartmouth. Oh, cool. That's been yeah. going like a year now. We visited New Scotland when we were, we were down oh, in Halifax right, yeah. last. Uh, yeah. their new Their new location. It was. Yeah, new location's cool. Yeah, they were just like renovating it the time we did a little bit of a tour of it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just the stonework in there. And did yeah. you notice the weird things in the stonework? No. They're like weird figurines. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, buddy, well, when it. you're walking up the hall to the bathroom, keep an eye out in, in the brick. Oh, yeah. For um, weird weird looking figures that and, somebody embedded in the right. work. Yeah. Did they put that in or is that just old stuff? It's old. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, old. It was old. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we're supposed to do a podcast with those guys. And then they had, uh, something happened, like something happened at the brewery. Yeah. Some disaster. Or Supply something. chain oh, catastrophe. Yeah. Same as the rest of the world. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, we, so we had to, uh, yeah, bounce, but we got a tour of the spot. So, um, yeah, that was a connection through Mike Bardsley. I don't know if you ever met Mike. I don't know if I did. He's doing a little bit of marketing stuff. He came on the Highlands hike with us. Um, he used to work for this company called Revolve Branding. So, yeah, he linked that up. And, yeah. anyways, we did the tour and went and had some food and cool. that sort of stuff. But, yeah, yeah. But um, you guys got good voices for radio and podcasts and stuff. You know? <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be good. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I start a radio station I, here. I, I've gotten the compliment that I have the face for radio. Yeah, <laughs> I've gotten yeah, that heard before. That too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, this was really great sitting down, and uh, uh, we're no, we're I want to talk more. Okay. All <laughs> right. Sick. All right. Keep we, it going. We, we, we weren't sure. We weren't sure, you know. We wanna... <laughs> I'll get more geared up. I'll get more geared up here. All right. Let's do it. Well, yeah. The um, how, how was it growing up with your dad being Dutch Mason, right? Oh, that's weird, man. Well, not I mean, not but involved in that. You know, that scene. You're kind of like engraved into the music scene as a young age. Yeah. So that was probably pretty uh, pretty interesting. You met some pretty pretty cool cats along the way. I eh? met a lot of strange characters, man. Just <laughs> and not just because of the music, but because the old man, all he liked to do when he wasn't playing music was go to flea markets and read the classified section and buy and trade and sell. And so, and I was his little helper boy, you know, because he had arthritis and stuff. So I'd have to pick up the TV or pick up the, the couch and the st- and put together the stereo and. You know, we go like, geez, every couple of months we have a new TV and we have to sell it because he was selling this one to this guy and that and stuff. So I was, you know, and the people you meet doing that stuff, like the flea market people and, the, you know, it was just freaking crazy, man. I loved it, though. It was just the, the characters were just unbelievable. These yeah. guys, half these guys, you know. Yeah, there's an old guy in Trill that dad used to buy honey off of. Yeah. Not flea market, but I can't remember the guy's name. And uh, he, every time we went through because we had... Dad had, uh, had, has a bunch of like 18 wheelers and stuff and used to haul firewood and whatever up to Truro. And we always went to Big Stop and then we do yeah. pick up parts there. And 
And then we'd always stop at this guy's, well, Ponderosa. When Ponderosa was there, we'd eat at Ponderosa yeah. every time. Yeah, the buffet, Ponderosa buffet. Yeah, there. I just like the steak. It was kind of like Mother Webb's. It's this like right. thin little minute steak and you slap it on. But, uh, but yeah. yeah, and then we'd go see this guy with, and he had all these honey hives around, or beehives around his house. And when you walked in his house, it was just like floor to ceiling magazines. And then this room was full of honey stuff. And it was just like a disaster. Kind of like this house was before I cleaned it up, before yeah. you guys came in. Um, you find inspiration from any of those characters oh yeah yeah i you know i don't know if i wrote any songs about them or anything but just the fact that they were just unique people doing their own thing i mean there was people there that they were uh you know they had all the money in the world and stuff found out later but they'd be at the flea market every week selling just you know junk and uh, but they just liked it because they liked to socialize and they didn't weren't they were living in trailers. But one guy turned out he, he was, apparently he was a millionaire or something like that. But you never know to to see him, you know. But it was all just I think I learned a lesson just about living. If you're happy, just living your life, doing some simple things, then you can get some enjoyment out of that. So right. that was it. That was I think what I took away. Yeah, most of that stuff. So that's the that's yeah. the angle not to jump on social media and not do any of that shit, eh? Yeah. I like that part too. I wish that, that <laughs> I could do that, but I well, I get addicted to it, you know. When I did have it, I'd be checking it all the time and stuff, and you know. And then everybody in the world's trying to get a hold of you to play their back deck, you know, for their <laughs> pig roast and, or whatnot. And it's just, I just don't have the time to go go around and do all that stuff. So, and I don't like saying no to people, so. I just kind of stay away from yeah the whole social media thing. But it does kind of help, too. I was talking about this. I don't know if with you, John, yesterday, but, uh, you know, the our, the scene here, the barbecue, yes, we promote it, but it's a lot of, like, you got to know to know type deal. And yeah. uh, the being off social media sort of deal. like and It works. It's Yeah, it works in a different way because instead of being in front of everybody all the time, yeah. people talk about you. Yeah, like oh, you got to go see this pl- guy play, and yeah. then we search online. I remember when we first did the show down here. I was looking online; there wasn't much. Uh, there was some CBC stuff. I think you guys was it CBC? Probably. Anyway, they had some clips of you with a band. Some I think, yeah, at jazz festival in Halifax, maybe. Right, yeah, they did that good. And then, uh, and then you released album on it, and then that's you know over the last couple of years, been yeah. more stuff coming out. But at first, I was like looking for video stuff just to put on the website, and I was like, no, that was the only video well, I could find. Yeah, I know. It's it's tough. There's some, some stuff out there now, I think, on YouTube and stuff. And I should make some videos, maybe. Yeah, I'll get around to it, you know, just put on my own stuff. You but know? I think it work, It does work in your favor, too. It's more about word of mouth. It yeah. seems, too, yeah, I yeah. guess. Because most places I go to, it's it's I got a good crowd going, and thank God. And, you know, I'm blessed because of that. But, uh, but you know that like person to person recommendation is so much more valuable. Yeah, it's, you know, meaningful than it is like yeah. an event shared on someone's timeline. Yeah, like saying like I got my mind blown last night. People are like, all right, I want that. Well, it's <laughs> good if they say that. Yeah, but uh, some more than others. But, I just know. don't like being on social media and saying, "Hey, look at me, look at me, listen to me," and stuff like that. You know, I just that's just not my style, I guess. You know, but anybody else can do it. You know, I got no problem with that. I like it. I'm I'm watching that stuff on YouTube all the time, watching local people, listen to local radio stations. I love it, you know. Mm -hmm. But I just, I listen to local radio station and I'm glad that they don't play my music because I wouldn't want to hear it. (laughs) So, 
you know, isn't that the classic <laughs> way, right? It's like the, so the, the music that I produce and release for like dance music stuff, I never play it and I never listen to it. And I'm fucking sick and tired of it. So are you? Well, I don't, I haven't played done anything in three years, but, um, it's all in boxes in that room over there. But, yeah. uh, but yeah, when people would be listening to it, like I'd get text messages from people in Vegas. They're like, Hey, we came to Vegas and this guy in his nightclub is playing one of your songs. Cool. I was like, Oh, that's cruel. Yeah. I fucking made it in this room upstairs with like a hot plate and no insulation in the house, sleeping on a couch. Yeah, it's amazing what you can do just in <laughs> some, your home. Some guy in fucking Vegas is playing it in like a 5,000 person nightclub. Like, interesting. Right. It's oh, kind of crazy. It's really cool, man. But it's about, it's it's like, you know, at the end of it, because you go through, the way I, I, my experience with it was more or less like you listen to it so many goddamn times. That's right. Over and over and over and over again. I'm like, I do not want to hear, I just want this to be done. Yeah. It gets right ingrained into you. Yeah. And I was talking to, I was, I was involved with this course um, when I was renovating this house, actually doing like, um, kind of like teaching fundamentals and, and put you in with, um, with uh, like mentors. It was like a four quarter full year program and every quarter they would put you with a mentor so like one of the guys i forget what his name was he was on like a writing team for like katie perry's album the big one that blew up so oh, she he, loves katie perry <laughs> <laughs> but like, the guys that wrote for you know a big name so the question that i would have would be like you know how do how do you not get stagnant when you're doing something and working on it and how do you, how does that not become stagnant and you just want to throw it away or how do you get stuck and, and fight through roadblocks in yeah. building out a a format or building a progression or whatever. And, you know, the, the tools, even though I hated all the music that they made, it was the, yeah. the experience and the tools that they used and the way that they approached it was yeah. how I, that's the value I got out of it. And then I applied it, not just to doing the music when I was doing it, but also like everything around here. Right. right. So don't spend too much time and get, to get burnt out, but just pick at it, put it away, yeah. go back to it, put it away. Yeah. The best advice I ever got was the first guitar teacher I had, Wade Brown, he just taught me how to play a few things, and he just said, "Just play when you want to. You know, don't don't try to force it. Just if you want to do it, then that's the best way to go." And I try to follow that. You know, it still makes it so I enjoy it. You know, yeah. Otherwise, it's not like just a thing to slave over and stuff. Although I do get like that sometimes where I got to put it down. You know, <laughs> otherwise I just get sick of it. You know, so you do much touring outside of Nova Scotia. Uh, maritime stuff, PEI, yeah. going to PEI actually Monday. Are you? Play at the trail side. Yeah. Cool. And, uh, just maritime right now, just so I can drive around. Yeah. And, uh, you know, do some once in a while, go to Ontario or, you know, been to Alberta and back and all that stuff and everything. But I just keep it around here just so I can drive, you know, and mm. there's enough work to go around. So yeah, it's nice, you know, usually get leave after the gig and make it home. Time. Sleep in my own bed. That's right. Except for here. I mean, you could be like a long drive, though. Well, I am going to tonight <laughs> after Inverness show. You're driving back? Yeah, we're going to go back. Cool. Yeah. All nighter. Yeah, no problem for us. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Night riders. We can do it. That's yeah. cool. What's um? Uh, what have been some of your favorite gigs? Favorite gigs? Yeah. I heard a, Jeez, man. I heard a story about... I don't know who was telling me about this and it could be bullshit. It wasn't buddy guy. It was, uh, fuck. You're playing a show opening for, for, uh, was it BB King? Did you open for BB for King? King? Yeah. Did, and then yeah. he came back and he's no like, way. this is one of the best openers that I've had. 
No, I don't no? think no. <laughs> hey man, I don't know. That's what I was no, I no, I didn't even meet him. It was a it was a crazy circumstance there when I opened for him there, and uh, and my buddy had uh, like run into a car uh, who he was driving, and we had to get out of there, and so we were rushed out of there, kind of. And well, I didn't get to meet BB or anything, but we did open for him. Gotcha. I've, I've played with a lot of good, these guys, and I never met them. You know, like I've opened for Buddy Guy a couple times, and never met him. Opened for Johnny Winter a couple times, never met him. I played with J- Jeff Healy on stage, and never met him. <laughs> I just, you know, because there's always all these people around these guys, right? Yeah, you know, and I just, I just stay away. You know, yeah, I found it kind of weird. Well, I mean, it, 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 you got to understand, you know, I mean, that scene too, when you get to a certain level, but yeah. I just leave them alone and get, let them have their space, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they've been, they're getting up there in age and, you know, and, and I just, you know, I, they've met everybody and stuff. And so I just, you know, I love these guys though, you know. That's incredibly humble. Well, I just, because the know. old man had a lot of trouble with people hounding him. And, yeah. You know, like he was in, in a wheelchair in the end, you know, and everyone would just be just right at him all the time and leaning on him and, and you know and it was just like so i saw that you know and like yeah. he needed he needs some space you that's know right. sometimes when guys get older in wheelchairs and stuff it's just i just want to give them their space i think that's a respectful thing for to give anybody mm-hmm. you know yeah space is good you know it's one thing good thing came out of this covid thing when you stand in line at Sobeys or something, you don't have some guy breathing down your neck <laughs> behind you, you know? Like space, a little space is good. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah. I get yelled at for being in the, too close to people in the co-op. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm just trying to get these chips. I'm like, no, 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 no. Take a step back, sir. Yeah. 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 Space is the place. Yeah. It was weird when we, uh, when I first started hosting like a uh, booking artist for shows when I was living in Halifax. We did primarily like electronic and uh, and hip hop, and so it it was interesting seeing the different when the different types. Some guys would fly solo, some guys would fly with like six guys, and yeah. uh, mostly hip hop artists would travel with all their friends, their bouncer, all that sort of stuff. And it's yeah. like you know, coming to Halifax, it's not like going to you know a New York or a big city, right? So right. you walk down the street in Halifax, and people aren't going to just yeah. you, right? So we had a it went from the whole spectrum, just seeing how they lived on the road, like guys being on tour for like months on end. And we did um, a Pusha T one time, which was pretty cool. He's a hip hop artist. Then he took over for, I think, Good Music, which was, I think that's Kanye's label, I think, or something. And he's Def Jam, head of Jeff Jam, Def Jam now. Anyways, he uh, his team was like on a strict regimen diet. They're all vegetarian. They're all right? they're bouncer and they traveled with a trainer. The bouncer wow. was like six, eight, biggest dude I've ever seen in my life. And yeah. we were at the Argyle for dinner and uh Quake Matthews um from Fair uh, Fairview. Yeah. I think Quake yeah. was so Quake was opening and he said, I want to come meet him. And I'm like, Okay, we're having dinner and I'll tell him that the opener's coming for dinner or whatever. And he came around the corner and the bouncer stood up and I thought there was gonna be a brawl, man. Bouncer yeah. just like as soon as he saw Quake, he was he was happy. He was like, we're joking around, having fun, eating dinner. And as soon as he saw somebody he didn't know, man, Buddy stood yeah. up and he just was like a bear. And Quake was like shaking. He's like, uh, I'm, I'm just, just Quake. Yeah. <laughs> he was quaking. Yeah. Quaking. But yeah, it's been, it's been it. But then you see the other end of the spectrum where guys come in and they're literally partying until like we put them on the plane the next morning or yeah. they miss their flight. And I'm like, how can you guys stay and do this consistently? Everybody's different. 
That's so, right. You know, then maybe they had some to deal with a stalker or something, or maybe somebody tried to stab him or something one time. Yeah. You know, so you never know where people are coming from. But hopefully, I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> maybe I do. Uh, I, don't I don't know. Everybody was pretty smitten with you here last night. Well, geez, I couldn't tell. <laughs> I, had so much, I was just closing my eyes. Trying to get through the gig. You did great sound, though, Canary. That was good, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, You're going to do it yeah. again tonight. Yeah. 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 Annex. The Annex. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, yeah, I enjoy my job a lot. Yeah, you like it? Yeah. Did you go to sound school, did you? Or? No, I just been, like, I've been a musician and been doing that sort of yeah. stuff for, you know, 15 years or something. Cool. So. Well, that's good, man. And, I, you know, I have a lot of friends um, and a lot of colleagues who have been very patient with me. And I think that's like, yeah. you know, one of the best learning experiences is learning from a friend. Yeah. You know. And you got to learn from your mis- mistakes and try different things. And, mm. you know, that's the way to go. Yeah. yeah. Lord knows we all make mistakes. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. We good? You good? I, I think we're all right. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, yeah thanks, guys. Quick, quick See, it's not too painful, right? Sorry, I had to go through that there, babe. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, we got a couple other concerts coming up this summer. Yep. Uh, we mentioned it before, Big Country and... Um, oh, God. Big Country and Lookout Tower. Yeah. Coming here on the 29th. That's sale now. And then uh, we got a barbecue with the Island Sauce. So, uh, big old Kev T. Yeah. Former former podcast guest, yeah, that Brian one. Picard, former podcast guest, yeah, yeah. Kev T's a little wild though. Kev yeah. T's got a little wild. Well, that's exciting. Maybe we'll do one with Kev <laughs> T again. Garrett, what about you? Upcoming shows, upcoming shows. Pei Annex tonight. <laughs> Lord knows what. You know, I don't know. Pei on Monday. Yeah, Pei Monday. Barely's Barely's Tuesday. New Scotland. New Scotland Friday. Cool. And. uh who knows what's and, going on and, after and that? Check the, a bunch of gigs. Check the smoke. <laughs> check the smoke signals for the rest. That's right. That's yeah, all I'll right. send out a little pigeon with a note on its leg. Oh, there. Awesome. Well, listen, <laughs> man. Thanks for thanks a lot for coming in. And oh, doing my this. pleasure. This place is great. Great. And uh, I love it. You know, just feel honored to be able to come here. So thank we'll you. We'll see guys. you next Canada Day. Yeah. All or right. we'll do the fucking festival I pitched you last year. Maybe. Uh, I like the sound of that. You get I the like, barn ready. Oh fuck, man! I'm trying to get a barn. Yeah, you're trying to get a burn. Well, I'm just trying to get. It's, it's trying to salvage a burn for my uncle. The same yeah. problem one I told you last year. So they haven't made their mind up yet. But I'm I'm working them. Cutting well, that'd them down. be cool, man. That would be really cool. We get to tear it down and then rebuild it here. So it's like a hundred and some year old massive burn. Oh man, that would be kind of like a. There's a venue in. You know Rankin McGinnis. Yeah, Part, a little Party bit. Boots. Guy. Little, not too much. They do. Um, uh, What's it? Big Bell Farm. Big Bell Farm. Big Bell Farm and Mabu. Mabu, eh? Yeah. Yeah, they have a old. It's literally an old barn that they turn into a music venue. And so he does Blueberry Jam, which happens every year in August. I think it's the first weekend in August, and then he does a fall one. Um, and there, yeah, that venue is like I've never actually been because it's the height of the summer, so I'm never there. But yeah. I see videos and pictures of it, and it's like in the in the fall, I believe they go inside, so they have the whole place gutted, and you get up where the haymows used to be, and you look down, yeah. and yeah, they've uh, they throw a massive festival there, and well, they, they like to have a good time, in Mabu. Yeah, so yeah. it's ranking, I think. <laughs> I, th- I played at the Legion there uh, a long time ago. Now we played for like three and a half hours straight. I believe that we never even stopped. And uh, the drummer got a little pissed off. 
Because <laughs> he was doing a lot of well, my arms are falling lifting. off here. <laughs> yeah, so he just went, went out and had a smoke, and I said, "Anybody want to get up and play drums?" <laughs> I just wanted to keep it going. I don't know. I was going crazy at the time, just trying to see how long I could play for. <laughs> and this girl got up and played drums, and she was a waitress at the Father's Mustache in Halifax. And uh, she got up and played drums, you know. And she, I don't think she ever played drums before, but. <laughs> yeah, we did it anyway. <laughs> we kept the show going. That's great. Yeah, I remember that. That was a fun time. Love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, once again, thanks for coming in, and uh, we'll uh, see you on the next next pod, whenever that is. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, guys. All right. Okay, I want to thank Garrett for agreeing to do this podcast with us, and thanks to everybody who showed up for the season opener this year. It was a blast. It was over 100 people there, hanging out in the hill, listening to great music, eating great food. Uh, again, we have another concert coming up this Sunday with Lookout Tower and Big Country Ramblers. We'll see everybody there, and we'll see you on the next pod whenever we, uh, whenever we get to it. Anyways, thanks for listening. See you later. Gotta get out on the highway Get out on the highway Ooh, like running away Every time I think about leaving That's what makes me stay Well, I got a good thing going Don't mind hanging around 